Hi, this is Sandy. Welcome back to Wavy. Today, I will take you through a pranayama practice, a breath practice. But first, I thought I would take a step back and address something that perhaps I should have addressed a long, long time ago. And that is, what do I mean when I use the word energy? So energy to some people is purely physical, kinetic energy, the energy of movement, um, or the energy that arises from our various hormonal blends that occur throughout the day. It could be biochemical, it could be neurological, it could be the energy of sound or light. So thinking about that idea that there are so many different forms of energy and that people in their own ways of going about life think of that word in different ways, I, I have to say I feel a bit sheepish um, that I may have so blithely used the word. When I speak of energy, it comes from the standpoint of having experienced its subtleties in my own mind and body, and also um, in my experience as a massage therapist, uh, where I could locate and sense muscular tension or imbalances in other people in a very palpable way. So that to me was a different use of energy um, that had kind of a subtle aspect to it. So really what lies behind my use of the word is not glib or trite. It is a term that to me signifies an actual felt entity, be it a subtle feeling or an overt one. Still, I am compelled to explore the what do I mean avenue a bit further. Uh, and again, to me, a framework that makes sense is yoga, specifically kundalini yoga. So in that school of thought, what one perceives as the body, the body in its entirety, is actually 10 bodies physical, pranic, soul body, subtle body, radiant body, arc line, auric body, as well as the neutral, positive, and negative minds. There are also the chakras, which may be more familiar territory for some people. These are those seven energy vortexes or wheels within the body that house specific energy qualities. There are also in yogic terms what are called the vayus um, that are regions within the body of what they call winds. Um, or in traditional Chinese medicine, there are organ systems and meridians, pathways of energy. So even in yogic or esoteric areas of study, energy is more complex than just one word. Uh, so clearly, when discussing energy, one needs to be as specific as possible. But what happens when the sensation or adjustment of energy within has no corresponding verbiage or no describable essence? 
So this brings me right back around to my personal use of the term. I use the word to describe a sense of deep internal shift within myself. I use the word when I walk into a room or meet a person and there is a felt pull or distinct repelling. I use the word when I talk about the overall social climate or even about the actual climate when, when the seasons change or when a new weather pattern begins. Certainly some of this has been studied and explained by science, but there also remains a bevy of sensed and observable states that escape science. I think that that's when I use the word most, when it is akin to or aligned with that which mysteriously flows in and out and through and around our earthly lives. When I use the word energy, it is with a deep awe for all that I do not know and all that no amount of earthly investigation or experimentation will likely reveal. And frankly, I like it that way. I actually feel comforted by the mystery, oftentimes more at peace with that than I do with chasing definitions. Don't get me wrong, I like and frequently seek out a solid explanation, but I also readily accept, I know with a capital K, that not everything can be explained. So with that said, <laughs> let's get to your breathing practice for today. I do think that um, uncovering a little bit about what I mean when I say energy is important for this particular practice as it is a more subtle one, or it can be if you want it to be. So it all begins with an aspect of art, an artistic concept. I'm referring to what is typically called negative or empty space. So this is the idea of untouched or unused space that is integral to most artistic traditions, photography, architecture, painting, even music, I would say, where there are holds and pauses. That's sort of the empty space that builds or creates a mood. Think, for example, about what happens when you are looking at a painting. The eye is drawn to the person, place, thing, or abstraction represented through the medium, the stroke, the color. As you continue to look at that painting, however, you begin to explore the corners, the pockets, the seemingly inexplicable swaths of empty canvas. It doesn't take long to recognize that the balance that a great artist can achieve comes from these voids in conjunction with the occupied space. It's as if the empty space acts as a throne for the subject, the king. 
that which is evident is uplifted by that which is not. So this idea of empty space brought to my mind a term from yoga called empty breath. This has to do when one suspends the inhalation or exhalation. The breath also, when stilled in this way, reveals secrets generally not experienced during the active phases of respiration. In that briefest, newest moment of sustaining empty breath is the best chance to experience what I believe is the aim of meditation, the absence of thought and the realization of pure essence. As one breathes in, the mind is inevitably attached to the process. While you may not be thinking of anything specifically, the mind's sensory engine tracks that intake of air. And upon exhalation, the mind acknowledges the relief of release. But for that almost imperceptible moment when the breath ceases to be drawn in, the mind yields to emptiness, to the value of void, to what may be the truest expression of life, that consciousness of the universe without the input of one's earthbound mind, and that same fleeting sense of truth occurs as the switch flips from exhalation to retention of no breath. With the breath out, that light of nothingness, which paradoxically seems like the essence of everything, flickers with a brilliance beyond brightness. And then it's gone. But that nanosecond is all that it takes to feel certain of the power of all that we cannot see. And in this surety of the empty space lies the potential and maybe even the yearning for entering into its expanded essence. And this is perhaps the unspoken or perhaps unimagined reason to practice that which draws you closer to divine and universal connection. Typically, when one thinks of connection, it is to a person, an idea, or a feeling. Even when considering union or communication with God or the universe, one may retain a sense of me and it, strongly connected, but nonetheless discreet. Empty breath provides the portal to the possibility of the full expression of connectivity. In that mode, there is no distinction between breather, breath, and no breath. There is but the boundless expanse of infinity and its home in eternity. When touched, however briefly, it reveals that which pulls us through this rough, great, gorgeous, treacherous trek called life. In emptiness, we can find the whole of it all. So with all of this in mind, 
Let's take a quick movement break before we set up for uh, a brief pranayama practice. So you want to get the spine moving. That is going to not only help you sit upright and comfortably, it will help to channel those energies. And if you don't know what I'm talking about, go back to the beginning <laughs> of this pod class. So as you are seated, or even if you prefer to be on all fours for cat and cow, inhale to arch the spine, arch the back. Exhale to round the back, which is flexing the spine. Inhale, arch, drawing the shoulder blades together. Exhale, round, tucking the tail, dropping the head. Inhale to arch. Exhale to round, inhaling and exhaling. Not only does this warm up and comfort the physical body, it will get your breath to be deep and steady. And then sit with your spine upright and begin circling your rib cage. Circle it first to the right. You might feel it as a rib cage circle. You might be circling the torso more from the waist. Just get your body moving in a circular direction, clockwise to begin. I like to breathe in through the front cross section of the circle, out through the back. And then reverse that circle, inhaling in the front, exhaling as you move through the back, circling counterclockwise to the left. And then inhale, bring your arms straight up overhead and reach up first the left arm and then the right. The arms stay up the whole time. You're stretching up from the armpit through the bicep and tricep, forearms. As you do this, it's like climbing a rope. And then begin to bring your fingers into it, wagging and waving the wrists and the fingers. Take a deep breath in, hold the arms up. Exhale, float the arms down. Take your right ear towards your right shoulder and then back up, then left ear toward left shoulder and back up. Breathing steadily, deeply as you do so. Now inhale to turn the head and look left. Exhale to turn it right, turning the head left and right, breathing in and out. Good. And then inhale, lift the left shoulder up. Exhale, drop it down. Inhale, right shoulder up. Exhale, really drop it down. Up and down, up and down. Alternate left and right. Inhale up, exhale down, up, down, up, down. Keep going. Good, and now circling the shoulders back. And then inhale, look up, bring your hands behind you, stretching the arms back. Exhale, release, and very good. Okay, now that you've released the muscular tension, find yourself in your preferred seated posture for meditation.
Okay, as you are seated, relax your hands into your lap. Palms are up, one hand resting in the nest of the other, thumb tips touching. Eyes are closed, focused inward and upward on the third eye, that point between your brows. Inhale through the nose. Exhale through the nose without pause or over effort. Breathe peacefully, but with focus, steadiness, and depth. And now bring the hands to the knees. Place the left hand palm down, resting easily on the knee or thigh. Right hand is palm up. The eyes remain closed and gazing to the third eye as you breathe in deeply through the nose. And without pause, exhale slowly and steadily through open, rounded lips. Left palm down. Right palm up, closed eyes, gazing at the third eye. Breathing slowly and steadily in through the nose, deeply and fully out through open, rounded lips. After three to five of these breaths, Bring the hands to the root of the thighs and settle them, palms up, into the crease there. Allow the fingers to relax into whatever form they do. This is a mudra of reception, receiving energy, possibility, openness to truth. With the eyes continuing their gaze to the third eye, inhale through the nose. When all your breath is in, keep the breath in, hold it aloft. Watch the space, the form, the elements that flicker through your inner field of vision as you suspend the breath. Then, slowly, consciously, begin the exhale also through the nose. When there is no more air to breathe out, keep your breath out. Activate that same subtle sense of observation as you float on this empty breath. Make no attempt to recapture it. Simply acknowledge that it graces your awareness. When you need to breathe in, do so, and continue this pattern of inhale, suspending the breath in, exhale, retaining your empty breath, 
with focused attention to the no breath phase. Continue for up to 11 minutes. This time will fly. You will be amazed at how long you can sit and experience such, such subtle depth. When you are ready, resume natural breathing either seated or settled down into Shavasana. Thank you for practicing with me. Thank you for listening. Until next time, bye.